Alrighty, welcome back to uh, Bottles and Bottles, the uncut, unfiltered, unprepared podcast where we talk a little bit about whiskey and a lot about the journeys of becoming a first-time dad. I'm Corbin, back here with the the OGs of the channel, even though we're only a couple weeks in, Bill and Adam. Uh, what's going on, guys? Things are great. Drinking a uh, delicious Stag Jr. here. Oh, boy. All right. Before we dig into that, um, <laughs> I was doing some editing on our last video, and again, we're new to all of this podcasting, YouTube stuff. We rambled on for far too long. Oh, I 100% agree. So... To our listeners and viewers, we are going to trim the fat and and kind of get down to brass tacks. So that's my disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. Nobody really cares about us. Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> it's good to hear other people's experiences um, and, and kind of what other people have gone through, but we don't need to go too far in depth, I don't think. No, I mean, we're not professional parents. True. I'm is just, there uh, a professional parent? When do you become a pro- professional parent? I don't think you ever do because you're always always learning. It's always like a new stage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what if you go through full 18 years and then let's start back square one? Is that possible? I think you're still learning. Yeah? I think mm-hmm. so too. Different time, different mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So at any rate, that that's kind of the premise. We're going to get back to really educating. And we're kind of getting at that point now in... Morgan and I's stage of the game where we're actually going to start learning things. Okay. So I think it'll be good. So today's episode is titled telling friends and family about pregnancy. Last episode, we went over the reaction, the first reaction from my point of view, Bill, from your point of view, Adam, you gave your insight. So that's the topic today. We're going to kick it off with, of course, a little bit about whiskey. Mm Mm-hmm. And then we're going to dive into the topics. I spoke with my wife about when people tell their friends and family why they wait a certain amount of time. And then we can give our feedback because I think I think it's interesting that situations can vary so much from person to person, couple Mm -hmm. to couple. Okay, so first and foremost, let's uh, let's uncork here. Bill, why don't you Bill is the the host of this whiskey today. What did you bring us? I brought a. uh Batch 17 Stag Jr. from uh, Buffalo Trace, their last junior as they're taking that off the label moving forward. Um, 128.7 proof. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A little hot, well, but uh, also delicious. It's noonish on a Saturday, Bill. If and you, you don't drink all day if you don't start drinking in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that's a saying. I really don't. No, it definitely is a saying. Okay. Heard, heard it more than once before. Well, this one's got some punch to it. I like it. I think I need a few more sips for it to settle. I feel like I needed a bit of a takeoff first. This one makes me feel like I'm full cruising altitude right off the bat. Really? Like like I, you're mile high. Uh, <laughs> like I should be. <laughs> I mean, that proof is... I've probably never had any proof higher. Really? This is the this highest, highest proof? I think I've gone. I, I brought it because just like parenthood, there's no warm up. Oh, that's wow. a good point. You're jumping right in the deep end. Okay. And okay. you get and you gotta enjoy it. Interesting. Very interesting thought process. Okay, so real quick, you said they're removing junior. Junior. It's turning eighteen. 
this year. So they're removing the junior. Oh, is there going to be a new junior? No new junior. Just, just didn't have kids. Just stag moving forward. Did was there a previous stag only? There's the George T stag part of the B tech. Okay, they're I've an, seen that bottle antique before. collection, which is uh, pretty hard to find. But yeah, uh, this is hard. To, I mean, you can't it's, find it's, this yeah, in Cleveland. No, absolutely not. Okay, um, cool. And you said Buffalo Trace mm-hmm. Distillery. Yes, sir. Any chance you remember how long it's aged? Uh, there's no age statement. I'd guess seven, eight years would be my best mm. guess. Okay. Wow. How did they get it to be such a high proof? That's a great question. It goes in high, and then the aging process, depending on heat, humidity. Mm-hmm. Well, and they don't really cut it no, with anything. So it's mostly like just a barrel proof. It's absolutely barrel proof. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll give you guys an update. <clears throat> maybe halfway through the show, if we can still talk. I mean, this stuff is <laughs> this stuff has got some kick to it. All right, so like I said, let's dig into brass tacks here and talk about telling friends and family about pregnancy. I spoke with my wife about this last night, and we'll go over, Bill, you and I will go over our situations mm-hmm. at the end, but I want to talk about why people wait to tell because when she told me, I said, oh, cool, Let, let's post it on Facebook. Let's get her going, you know? Mm-hmm. And she kind of said, no, we got to wait a little bit. And I didn't understand why. I think some people go, oh, well, you're supposed to because there might be complications. Well, I want to know what kind of complications you could come across. Mm-hmm. So I asked my wife and I said, what, you know, why would somebody wait or what are the precautions that you should take? And And she said, basically... Most people wait until about that 12-week period when they're 12 weeks throughout pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Not sure what the technical way to say that is, but I think that's pretty accurate. It's yeah. a long no, time to not tell somebody, isn't it? Like yeah. parents too, right? For sure. So I said, well, why, why do people wait? And she said the main reason, and there are a lot of reasons, because everybody has their own health issues and mm-hmm. things like that, but the main reason is because the miscarriage rate drops pretty significantly after that 12-week period. Absolutely. And... Usually, you're going in for a 12-week appointment where they're going to do some kind of scan. There, you'll be able to detect a heartbeat, mm-hmm. and that's really what they what you want to make sure of before you start telling people. Right? Yeah, it's it's reaching a, a lengthy point into the pregnancy where the serious, I guess, uh, miscarriage opportunities decrease to such yeah. a low number. Yeah, and like I said, there's there's a lot of other reasons that you may want to wait or not wait, but I, I think the the consensus is usually it's around that 12-week period because the miscarriage rate is significantly lower once you have that scan or 12-week appointment where they mm-hmm. can see a heart rate. Um, and, then, and then you can kind of tell people on your own from mm-hmm. there. But mm-hmm. like I said, everybody's different. Everybody's got their, their own experience. Um, Greener, did you know any of that? Did you know like the timelines of when to tell people or you just under that's, that's not anything that I've really gone through before. Okay. Um, It's good to know that type of thing uh, as foresight, you know, once I'll go through that, I think it'll be kind of nice to know the cadence of when you've got to tell people who you can tell um, and what kind of the checkpoints are. Right. Right. And I think she also said, that's around the time of the end of the first trimester. 
Which yeah, because the the forty weeks isn't split up evenly. It's almost like it's split like twelve, sixteen, twelve, or yeah, could, it's somewhere around there. But they're not evenly distributed through the forty weeks, right? And that also reminds me on our last episode we talked about what full term was, and we threw out some we th- we threw out some yeah, ideas. I threw, I threw out thirty five, thirty six weeks, and it's yeah, uh, so. Again, I kind of went back and said, I want to check my facts on this one. Absolutely. So I spoke with Morgan. She said, 37 weeks is technically full term, 37 weeks and beyond, right? So when you're thinking about trimesters, and of course, she's like, well, how, how many, you know, how long, how, how many trimesters are there? And thank God I said three. I mean, I'm, I'm smart enough to know that. Like, I know I'm been smacked in the head a few too many times, but I know that try is, is three. Yeah. So there are three trimesters involved here, which makes total sense. So does, does that, that, uh, 12 to 13 week, technically the first trimester ends at, ends at the end of the 13th week. That's technically when it ends. Okay. Usually people are waiting to tell friends and family until that time when they have the anatomy scan. Is it the anatomy scan? Anatomy scan usually comes later, I think 18 to 22. You're right, because we're going in, actually, in, in two weeks. Yeah, this is, for, if, if, if you don't get the uh, the blood work done okay. uh, for the genetic uh, issues, then uh, generally you can find out the sex. Okay, cool. Now between 18 to 22 on the anatomy scan. Cool. All right, so we cleared that up. 37 weeks is full term. Most people are waiting until about that 12, around that 12-week period Mm -hmm. after they've had, not the anatomy scan, but they can detect a heart rate at their 12-week appointment. Yeah. So that's good to know. You know, that's that's something that I didn't think about. Like I said, I was like, well, let's go tell people, which we kind of did, and I'll explain that situation in a little bit. But um, for those of you who who are wondering, why do people wait and... How long should I wait? That's that's really the reason why. Now everybody can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Some, it's all up to you. Absolutely. That's just from a nurse's perspective, a labor and delivery nurse's perspective, what she sees and what she hears most often. And I think that's that's pretty standard across the board, right? Kind of moving from there, I want to get Greener's experience here. Or I shouldn't say experience. I want to get your thought process of because what we really want to touch on today was obviously that when when to tell people why wait kind of thing mm-hmm. so we settled that mm-hmm. again statistically speaking what most people are doing but now it's the fun part so let's say greener you're at that 12 week period how are you going to tell people and are you going to wait till the 12 week period I would definitely want to wait for the effective. I want to make sure it's a real thing. Yeah. You know, obviously there's a lot of risks going Mm -hmm. into, you know, going throughout the 12 weeks. Um, But tell your closest friends first. I really like the way you told, like, you know, everyone. It was very um, specific for each person. Um, But I I think I would respect that timeline. Um, I'm not big on making a big deal about everything. I know. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm not either. I'm not either. Um, but subtleties are definitely, you know, kind of a a benefit. Yeah. So maybe in a, a fun way for each one of how I know each uh I mean, 
how you mentioned Bill of how your wife told you with the munchkins. Mm-hmm. She Did knows you, I'm a donut man. Uh-huh. I know last last time we we were on here, you said you were going to demand donuts when you left. Did you end up doing that? No, I backtracked. No, I oh. backtracked on that. <laughs> my my daughter and I did have some donuts this past week. So okay, her, and I, her and I were treated to donuts, which was which was yeah. delicious. Cool, cool. Maybe a bit of an Easter egg hunt if I'm going to be uh, <laughs> sharing that I've got a little one on the way. Okay, uh, where's Waldo? Maybe. Where? Wait, where's In, Waldo? Well, you know the 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 of basis of where's Waldo, right? I know that there's a book with Waldo in it, and right. you have to find him. Well, if you see a page that comes up, and then there's, you know, maybe a sea of people, and then there's me and Gal, and maybe holding a little one in the uh-huh. middle of the page somewhere. I was going to say, are we just looking for a naked baby <laughs> on the page, or what's the deal? <laughs> see, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying, is Greener goes the extra mile and has these thoughts. I never in my right <laughs> mind would have thought... I got to tell my mom and dad that, that we're pregnant. Give me a Where's Waldo book. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do some sketching here. <laughs> a little sticker in the middle of it. Yeah, somewhere where it's like a bit of a speed bump. Okay. Where you like kind of maybe, did I roll over back there? Yeah, okay. Speed bump. All right, now we're going down the dark path. All right, so <clears throat> I, I like to hear that, Green, because I, I think you're you've gotten some of – our experience and, and what we've done in the past. And now you kind of know a timeline, you know, you'll probably want to wait, you know, for that, for that 12 week yeah. point. Yeah. And, um, is there anything that would make you want to wait longer or do it sooner? Um, sooner because I'd be excited, right? Um, longer not so much because, at that point, you're kind of like keeping information from the people that are closest to you. Yeah. You know? And um, I think another point of that, too, is health conditions. Not necessarily with the baby, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's with the woman, too. Mm-hmm. There Absolutely. there are certain health health risks out there that some would wait a little bit longer oh, to share the it's a higher-risk pregnancy? Because, yeah, because it's a higher-risk pregnancy. Okay. Uh, I don't know a lot of those types of things, which... I believe Morgan is going to be on within the next couple episodes and and she's going to start to dive into some of the stuff that even if she told me I wouldn't remember, nor would I be able to articulate in the right fashion. Right. So she'll be able to go into that a little bit more, but I do know, and because we know people who have waited even longer than that. I know some people who have waited, geez, I'm trying to think of the, the one couple that we know. I think they waited until the like until she started showing really like in for reference, Morgan still isn't really showing <laughs> and we're, uh, what 19 Yeah, an update would be helpful. Yeah. About, about 19, 20, almost 20 weeks in. So she's still not really showing, which is pretty crazy. But I know a lot of people will wait until then, especially if they have some sort of health condition that, I'll have Morgan elaborate on when she's on the show because I, I can't speak to all that kind of stuff. Now, when you're doing, if you're going to tell somebody, is there anything, any kind of information that you would like to know when you're going to tell them? Do you want to have that, that heartbeat? Do you want to show somebody? Oh, to make sure that it's 
no, like just for just for the news. Would yeah. you would you like to tell somebody in a way? Because I saw one person do this where they actually it was their first child. They got a tattoo on their arm mm-hmm. that looked like a heartbeat. Yeah, and they went and showed their mom, and she's like, "What? Why? Why do you have a heartbeat? What is that?" Mm-hmm. And then that's how they broke the news. Was this is this is going to be your first grandchild? That's unique. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. No, unique, permanent. Yeah, yeah, okay. but they waited a long time too. Mm-hmm. They waited. A, they waited past that twelve-week period because they wanted to ensure that things were good. Right. So I think that was kind of a kind of a cool way to do it. Was is there any kind of information that you would like to know before sharing the news? To jump With in them, here, it's always yeah. nice to have that those black and white pictures of those of the ultrasound. With mm-hmm. just seeing that little bean in there, mm-hmm. knowing that it's right, and just and seeing how small it begins within those pictures, it's yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, and and grandparents will treasure those little pictures of what looks like a sprinkle on a on a black piece of paper. Just I thought because. you were going to go the donut route again. I'm like, geez, Bill, sprinkle no, on enough with the donuts. Um, okay, all right. Well, hey, I think we I think we got some good facts there. So what I'd like to do is is take just a brief break here so we can refill our glasses, maybe have a drink of water because I'm starting to get a little zipped over here. Hot under the collar. <laughs> Hot under the collar. What's that mean? Uh, it's a little, like, uncomfortable. Oh, right? like, like when a cartoonist goes... <clears throat> yeah, and, like, steam they, comes they, up. Right? Yeah, they, they, like, pull their shirt out <laughs> like they're doing a big golf kind of thing. I figured since the, the, the whiskey's a little hot from what Bill was saying... <laughs> Yeah, how are you feeling over there? I'm fe- I'm feeling great. This is uh, something I've enjoyed in the dropper. past. I might be able to put some like some water to dilute this a little bit. I yeah. want to taste. Uh, we can dampen yours down a little the, bit. The notes a little bit. I so Bill and I typically like the higher proof stuff. This one is it came in real hot though, and I know Greener, you're this is my high marker. Yeah, this is this is a big one for you. So at any rate, let's take a short break here. We'll come when we come back. Bill, you and I will kind of share our experience, how we told, you know, friends and family when we did it, because I think that's the biggest thing. I shared a lot about how I told people right. last podcast, but I want to kind of compare our stories and when you told people and kind of how you did it. So quick break here, and then uh, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Bottles and Bottles. Took a quick break here. Bill refilled. I refused to refill because I'm still drowning in this stag junior here. And Greener just poured the fumes from the bottle into his into his glass. He didn't actually needed to get warm any, it up a little bit. More. He didn't actually get any liquid in there. It was just just I the to fumes. Cut it a little bit more. The ambiance. Yeah. So you're telling me the other day that there's this thing called what is it? Lime water. Limestone lime, water. Limestone water. Because that's like. Do you know a lot about that, Bill? No, I have no idea about limestone water. Oh, boy. I didn't do any research, but I've seen it before on certain podcasts and YouTube videos and things like that. And it's basically, you know, when you're down in Kentucky, they have limestone. That's why there's there's a certain aspect of that. that and they have their special water down there. That, yeah, they have their special, their special. It's like Mike's 
Space Jam. I'm thinking of oh, Space his, Jam right now. His, his secret sp- secret sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like that's what I think Kentucky has and why they're so prevalent in the bourbon industry because they have this limestone down there that just gives a different um a different flavor maybe. Well, that's what they say about New York pizza. They have New York water. Oh. That's what makes New York pizza New York pizza. Really? And bag- the the water that's put in the dough. Pizza and bagels. Different. Pizza and bagels. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, at any rate, maybe we'll try and track some of that down and see if it makes a difference. There's a there's a whiskey channel called the Whiskey Tribe on YouTube. If you haven't seen them and you're interested in whiskey, check them out because they use that. I've seen them use it. Maybe they've been lying. That's my source right now. I'll be checking it out. But they're they're so much fun to watch and honestly super educational too. They do a ton of whiskey reviews. They obviously have no clue who I am, but I've learned a lot about whiskey from those guys. So I highly advise checking out the Whiskey Tribe, even like both of you. No, mm-hmm. I definitely will. Like check them out. So this this limestone water is actually what's used to make the whiskey. So their thought is if you're pouring bottled water in there, mm-hmm. who knows what you're putting in there? Right, because it's not the same water that would have been used to yeah. make it. It's kind of the same thing that goes from uh, when you drink scotch, right? So everything's sourced from a specific area of where mm-hmm. that scotch is yeah. is made. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people drink it neat because even the ice cubes that you would put into the spirit, wherever it's consumed across the world, is going to mess up that uh, balance. Right, right. That's kind of cool. So we'll, we'll dig into that. And we were kind of talking about this. We might do... Oh, my God. I just took another sip. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Takes you back a step or two, huh? What proof did you say this was? 128.7. So what percent alcohol is that? That puts it at uh, 64 point something. So this is paint thinner. (laughs) Oh, I mean, no. I mean, a little higher, you can clean some parts, but that's about it. (laughs) We're just drinking paint thinner. Um, Don't pour this on the walls, please. I definitely would not (laughs) advise it. Yes, okay. Please don't waste it. I also wouldn't yeah. drink paint yeah, thinner. Right. <laughs> All right, gotcha. So first part of this episode, we talked why would people wait to tell friends and family about a pregnancy? We talked about some of the things that come along with that. Now, what I really want to dig into is is kind of compare our scenarios because I think they're going to be very different. And, and this relates exactly to you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. This is not to single out and say, this is the right way to do it. You have to wait till 12 weeks. You have to wait till this, this doctor's appointment or anything like that. You can do whatever you want. Just, we're just filling you in on what the average, the average person is, is saying and doing. So what I'd like to do, Bill is here. When did you tell? And we're going to talk first child. Okay. First off. So your first child, when did you tell friends and family? So with uh, Lila, my first child, um, we found out, like I said last episode, um, right at that like five-week mark because we've been tracking and it took so sure. long, we were on top of it. So we knew exactly when Lindsay needed a test to yeah. find out if she was pregnant. So we found out the Monday after the weekend in which I signed a contract to move to California for a new job. Oh, snap. So, so we, so we, so I signed a contract to move to California Friday and then told everyone over the weekend we were moving to California. Mm -hmm. And then Monday we found out Lindsay was pregnant. So that day is when we started telling people. 
So oh, she wow. was she was just a little over five weeks pregnant. Okay. She had we've had we had an appointment. Um, we got we were able to hear the heartbeat, mm-hmm. um, a tiny heartbeat externally, which they were surprised because we were about five weeks and five days pregnant. Lindsay was right, so it was super early, so they were able to hear everything, and then we immediately told people because we had a big decision to make. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, when you say people, you talking just so we went to parents. We went to went to Lindsay's parents. We went to my parents because no one else was going to help us make this decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they would. Right. Well, they're, I mean, closest. Absolutely. And yep. it was, it was whether we were going to head out to California with Lindsay carrying a child and mm-hmm. me leaving her being pregnant behind mm-hmm. for an opportunity or uh, staying here, staying close to family. And obviously uh, that's the path, path okay. we chose, which is, which made most sense and we're extremely happy we did it. Yeah. So you told... Your parents and her parents. Yeah, we told them pre-six weeks because there was just uh, big decisions to be made. Yeah. And we needed their advice. Was that the extent of family that knew? Like, when did you... I know you've got a brother and a sister. Yeah, Ben Ben was over when I told my parents, so it's not like, okay. hey, get out of here. We got important so stuff to talk it about. It was a pretty open book. We're not going to go through every member of your family, but yeah, like, no, and I, and, it's a pretty open book. Yeah, and, and I'm an advocate to tell as early as you want. Mm-hmm. Because they say they say it takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. It's also having that support system in case something does go wrong. Agreed. That they know what you're going through and what you just lost. Yeah. As opposed to hiding it and keeping it a secret, and then it's just you two in a dark hole you're by yourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. So then, for, let's let's go beyond family, mm-hmm. or let's go extended family and friends, because maybe that's the same time. So. Cousins, aunts, uncles. Yeah, I mean, tell yeah, I mean, once it once it gets to the parents, and you give them the green light. When did you give the green light? I think we, I think we waited a little longer to give the green light to okay. the parents. Is more so them, just to help us make that decision. And then once we made our decision to stay in town, yeah, um, near near our family and near both of our parents, it was uh, probably a couple weeks until we started started telling everyone else. Okay, so you're still like pre twelve weeks. So it's still pre twelve weeks, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay. Did your parents and family like to be involved that early? Like, did they appreciate that information? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, whether, whether they tell, find out they're having a grandkid at six weeks, at 12 weeks, at Mm -hmm. 18 weeks, at 39 weeks, I think they're going to be excited. Sure. Okay. And then how about friends? I don't even remember. I don't know where you were in the process when you told me or when you told Adam. mm -hmm. Does Adam even know? You, got, I got two you kids. You know that, right? Yeah, I do. I okay. do remember that. Maybe, maybe yeah. Adam just found. I was kind of curious as to why you were saying you had, you know, all these stories. So, do you remember when it was when I, you made that decision? Because we we obviously know why you told your family now. Yeah. So, when does it hit that point when you're like, okay, now I want to tell Corbin, I want to tell Adam. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure after we hit uh, we hit that that early one, and then we had another appointment, I believe, around eight weeks. Okay. Where everything was still kosher, everything was still going well. Mm-hmm. Heartbeat was there. Um, ultrasound sounded good. Doctor was happy with where Lindsay was health wise. Right. I think we we went, uh, I guess, uh, open season at that point, and we were just like, okay, tell who you want, and feel free for our parents to tell who they want, mm-hmm. and uh, just get the word out, and everyone send their their good blessings and uh, good thoughts our way. Cool. Now, does that include Facebook? When did, when did you, when did social media, cause this is a big thing. When was the social media post done? Well, I, 
my oh, I'd have to check Lindsay's social media. Okay. I wouldn't know exactly off the top of my head. We'll check it. All right. <laughs> While you're doing that, yeah. I'll share I'll share my story because it's kind of interesting, and then we'll go back to your second child. But from my situation, Morgan told me we were, geez, we were literally like about five weeks. Okay. And we had family coming into town. I think I talked about this of, of how I told my you know, my family, which we started to record everybody. And oh yeah, I do remember we this. tried to do this whole thing where we were taking a family photo mm-hmm. and I'd be taking a photo and I'd say, say cheese, say cheese. Uh, Morgan, you blinked. You did this, you did that. I got to take another one. And then I would say, Morgan's pregnant. And while I did that, I was recording a video. So we got like the raw reactions, which <laughs> was really, really cool. And I think it was like super fun to have. Yeah. And then we have some, some off spins, like, I showed you the bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. I texted Bill because he's a scrub and never would come over so I could show him the bottle of whiskey that, that showed uh, that, that special label that Morgan made. Mm-hmm. God, but that was such a good idea. It was cool. Yeah, was kudos really cool. to her. Still impressed. Agreed. But at any rate... Not that munchkins aren't good, <laughs> but I didn't get to experience any munchkins. So back to my, my family. When we told my parents, it was literally the day after I found out. And here's the reason why my brother was coming into town that Mm -hmm. weekend for just a small family gathering, nothing major. I don't get to see my brother that often. I wanted to tell him in person and we went down and kind of filled my parents in. It was actually ironically my mom's birthday. So it was kind of a cool gift for her, but we told them pretty much right away because I wanted to tell my brother in person and I knew he was coming that weekend. Mm -hmm. While that didn't happen, there were some things going on that they didn't end up coming up, Mm -hmm. but we had already told my parents. And then we knew the following weekend, Morgan's brother was in town and he lives in like South Carolina, North Carolina area. Uh, I don't remember which one. That's why I said that area, (laughs) but he lives down South in the Carolinas. I should have said that. That's better. Now I sound like an idiot. But he was coming up to town that following weekend. So then Morgan, knowing that my parents already knew, had to wait a full week before she could tell her parents. That's hard. Bummer. It's, it's super hard. hard. It is hard. But we did it. And like I said, we did that whole thing where, oh, let's take a family photo. Corbin's going to take a picture, something like that. And we got to tell her mom, her dad, her brother, and her brother's girlfriend mm-hmm. all at the same time. Got their raw reactions on video. Super, super cool to have. But that was like a big deciding factor for us when it was like, okay, when do we tell people? And much like you, Morgan's like, if God forbid something goes wrong, Mm -hmm. I want my family to be there. Because look, I can be a support system for sure, but I'm going to need support too. Yeah, absolutely. From, you know, it's, it's a lot of people talk about the toll that it takes on women, Mm -hmm. but not a lot of people talk about what it would do to the father to be. Yeah. Or the dynamic. I mean, you guys are starting a family at that point. It is the family. Right. right, Of the collective of what you're growing. And that's not undermining the severity of what it would, the toll it would take on a woman. For sure. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, I, like you said, it's, that, that is a real thing. There's no comparison. hundred percent because it's growing inside them. There's Mm -hmm. a different bond that a mother carries with Mm -hmm. a child. I firmly believe that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there still is a toll that it would take on somebody like me who's trying to start a family. Absolutely. So yeah. knowing that, it's 
it was an easy decision for us. We want to tell very immediate family right now, one, because they're going to be in town, super mm-hmm. convenient. Mm-hmm. Two, if, like I said, God forbid anything were to happen, we're going to need them for support and strength mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So that's when we did it. Then we did wait a few weeks. Morgan started to tell some of her work friends mm-hmm. about week eight. And she kind of had to because we're still in the heat of COVID mm-hmm. at this time. And oh, so there's extra precautions she may need to take. At work, she's yeah. taking care of COVID patients and she shouldn't yeah. be doing that while pregnant. So mm. she started to share the news with a lot of people at work because it's just a smart and right thing to do. Right. And then from there, I think we did end up waiting until her 12-week appointment. And then that's when I was able to share the news with both of you and, you know, friends and family. We finally got a post up maybe week 14, 15, something like that. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, but it was around that time. Mm-hmm. But once we, once we kind of got through immediate family and her coworkers, then it was pretty much let's hit the 12 week and then it's fair game. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, that was kind of our process. And, and like I said, we, we did some creative things with the photo taking in the bottle of whiskey, Morgan actually did the same thing with a bottle of wine for mm. a couple of her friends who That's went cool. over for like a dinner night. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, here's the wine that I brought. And it had like a special label on it. So that's how a lot of her friends found out. So I guess That's we fun. kind of utilized alcohol to, to talk about, to yeah, share not? the news and then obviously the live videos. So that was, that was our story. So Bill, I know you just did some research. Mm-hmm. Let's circle back to your firstborn. Yeah. When was the social media post done? The social media post was done after we found out it was going to be a girl. Whoa. So it, was, it was one, wasn't until August after we found out in April. So we waited till about 18, 19 weeks to, okay. yeah. to actually make the social put, media post. To put it out there. It was, we, we knew the gender. Okay. And we were, uh, and Lindsay sent it off. Cool. Cool. So that was your firstborn, my firstborn to be. Let's talk about your second born real quick, and then uh, we'll rehash on this paint thinner. All right, very good. So, uh, second one was the kind of the similar scenario. I obviously wasn't moving across the country again, mm-hmm. but uh, we found out. And uh, as hard as it is for Lindsay to keep a Christmas present until Christmas, <laughs> um, we we told pit pr- people pretty immediately, right around that six seven week mark, um, okay. that we were pregnant again. It's kind of the same. Thought process was, hey, we want as many people to know. We want the support system. We want the thoughts. We want the blessings. Mm-hmm. Just all the all the good juju our way. Okay. Now, you mentioned Christmas. Was she? Was this around Christmas time that you told people, or were you trying to wait until Christmas? No, that was just uh, Lindsay being impatient, me being impatient. It's, it's, <laughs> we the don't, nuance of when, we, when we swap gifts, we don't even wait till Christmas. It's uh, And birthdays, everything's... If we have it, we give it to you. Wow. It's that's it's nice. hard for us to hold on to things. Hold yeah. on to things that we know the other people will make, will make them happy. Yeah. Okay. So that was, how many weeks did you say? Around six, seven weeks. When did And when did you find out? We found out for Aaron. Yeah. For my son. Um, we found out right after she uh, took those tests at home, probably six weeks. So, I mean, we, we told people again immediately. After that, after that first doctor's appointment we had where we got ultrasound, heartbeat, yeah. the pictures, we took gotcha. it all over. Okay. We knew Lab was going to be a big sister. Cool, cool. Now, last piece of the puzzle here. How did you tell friends and family? Was there anything super creative that you did or out of the ordinary, something that 
maybe can give one of our viewers an idea of how to share the news with friends and family? For the first one, like Lila, we just went seeking advice from her parents. So we just kind of say, she's pregnant. What do you think we should do? Okay. Um, for, for her parents, for my parents. that casually. It was you that, sat them down at the dinner table. We sat table. down at the table. They, I mean, obviously, they knew we were trying for over a year. Yeah, I So guess it's kind of just like. Hey, we got some good news. We got good news. And then obviously, yeah. it's excitement. That's awesome. But uh, for my parents, my dad always has said we want, uh, he wants six grandkids from us, which is. Holy Between smokes. the three of you? No, just me. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, I mean, two is all he's getting, but. uh he can count on my sister and brother for the other, other four. The other four. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And I would never put Lindsay through that again. She's had some hard pregnancies. Okay. Um. So, so we. Uh, he always said he'd buy us a, a Volkswagen van if we if we'd give him six kids. <laughs> so we bought a couple of Volkswagen vehicles and a little van and kind of just slid it across the island. And his. Uh, that's funny. And it. It clicks like that. Really? Wow. Okay. For that's, that's the whole thing with kids yeah. is, is like that. That's cool. <laughs> All right. And then anything different with with Aaron? Aaron, we bought a uh, big sister book for Lila. Cool. And Lila asked her her sit to, which is her grandma, mm-hmm. uh, Lindsay's Lindsay's mom, to to read her a new book. Oh, and that's, that's kinda, cool. And and it's it is almost like how you said, like you see the light bulb quick. Yeah. It's like oh, oh, it's like time to be a big sister, and it's like. Holy smokes. Yeah. You guys are right. pregnant again? <laughs> yeah. So that was that was that for her parents. And then uh, same thing for my parents. We, we checked, brought another color Volkswagen vehicle over, backed uh. it up across the island, <laughs> sent it over to my dad, and he said, no way. Oh, man. Well, next time I come over to your house, I'm going to bring a Volkswagen car and just place it somewhere in your house, and he's going to get super crazy about it. That would be not good. That would not be good. (laughs) No, I wouldn't, I would never disappoint, disappoint, uh, disappoint your dad. So, okay, cool. So we kind of got your, your background and all that stuff. Greener, is there anything else you would like to share after hearing our stories of, man, those are some creative ways to share news with people. And I don't want you to spoil it either. Here's the thing. I don't want you to spoil the news because if you oh, tell this me, could be a precursor for something in the future, right? It could be right. I see. That's what I'm saying. I don't want yeah. you to ruin anything. Well, the thing is, at this point, like it's not, it's not in the plans. Like I don't have, I'm not you know, holding on to any any news, right? Um, but w- the beauty of that is, like, it's definitely going to be with who I'm with, right? Like mm-hmm. that's going to be specific to who I'm telling, mm-hmm. right? You know, like I'm looking forward to it. Um, I don't know how I would tell my parents or my family. But I guess like having that creative ability and knowing where you guys have been at is what kind of gets my wheels turning a little bit. Yeah. I've got the benefit of these stories. And I mean, if anybody out there like wants to share theirs, like I would love to hear it. Yeah. Because from my perspective, I don't get to talk about this with many people and I don't feel like there's an open forum that I've been searching for that this is sure. discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are some really good ways to, to start thinking about it, how it all ties in and where you can kind of flip that light switch in Absolutely. somebody mm-hmm. and, right. and see where you get that reaction. Yeah. And here's what we'll do. Uh, if there's any creative stories out there or any creative ways to tell, I'm going to post a picture of the bottle of whiskey that Morgan gave me when she told me that she was pregnant. Great, because I uh, still haven't seen it. You still haven't seen it. and I think it's fitting. I think it is, and I'll post a picture of that. Okay. If you want to drop a comment down below, and this is on Instagram, by the way, bottles.n.bottles on Instagram, give us a follow, look for this picture, share the way that you found out 
or do you thought was super creative and you told, you know, your friends, family, whoever that may be, right? I think that'll be really cool for us to see. Yeah, absolutely. And we want to share, maybe we'll pick like the best story and we can share that on the next, on the next podcast. If, if anybody even responds, Mm -hmm. we have no clue. Absolutely no clue. Maybe we'll get nothing, but at any rate, let's finish it off real quick with a roundup of the whiskey here. I think this stuff is awesome. It is very powerful. You absolutely destroyed the rest of my Saturday <laughs> because I've had two glasses of this now. And we need to do a better time management. Unproductive yeah. the rest of the day. Right, right. So I feel like this is how you would end the evening. Oh, yeah. This is like an 11 o'clock drink Nightcap, for me. After- I need to just kind of shut it down. <laughs> yeah. It might be this one. This is like revving the engines. Oh. Now, now we got to hit cruise control with something. Guy, I think you, you There's two ways to go systems. Because anything I drink after this that's a lower proof is just going to taste like water to me. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be different. I'm that's be, when I I'm start just, mixing you cocktails. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to be drinking. I'm just going to be hydrating the rest of the day, basically. Is I'm, you might as well put it into a water bottle for me. But I think it was really good. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Uh, great flavors. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm a big fan of anything from Buffalo Trace. Um, looking forward to seeing Stag on the shelves at mm-hmm. some point in the future. Right. Yeah. Well, Thank we you. may not see it on the shelves here in Cleveland, but. Uh, somewhere we may, though. We'll see pictures yeah. of it on the shelves down on, in on other the states. shelves or on yeah. the countertops <laughs> that get stolen. Yeah. <laughs> right. As they empty out at 9 a.m. Yeah. Man. All right, cool. Well, that's going to do it for us today. Like I said, we're going to get right down to business. I think we kept it a little bit shorter, hopefully. And. With the next episode, we're going to be talking about the basics to prepare early on. So, we're, again, we're kind of following a, a chronological timeline mm-hmm. here. So maybe you found out you're starting to tell people. Maybe you haven't told people yet. But what can I do as my as a partner of somebody who's who's pregnant? A lot of you, it's going to be husband, wife situation, girlfriend, that kind of thing. But I don't want yeah. to exclude anybody because everybody's in a different scenario. For sure. Mm-hmm. So next episode, we'll talk about what can I do in this moment in time to help prepare when there's no baby here. And I think Morgan gave me some really good insight when I asked her the same question. So that's what's going to be on the next episode. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube, Bottles and Bottles. We would love to get some subscribers on there. We want to engage with you Mm -hmm. in any way that we can. So we're going to keep pumping things out on social media, mostly Instagram, that's at bottles.n.bottles and look for some new content out there. And as always, bottles up. <laughs>